Tribe Talk. Tribe Talk is a podcast created to elevate your life through real talk, true stories, and great debates, with some fun sprinkled in. We dive into all things lifestyle, health, and wellness to expand your knowledge and guide you towards living your happiest, healthiest life. I am Sam. And I am Emily. And we are your hosts. Hey, tribe! (laughs) That was a giant hello there. (laughs) Very well timed. (laughs) So today we are so excited. We have a guest on who we have been looking forward to for a while now. Her name is Sarah Little, who you may also know as Self Love Sarah. And Sarah is a self-love mentor and yoga teacher who lives in Shropshire and has been on an incredible self-love journey over the past three years. And she is now committed to helping others learn to love themselves through yoga, workshops, retreats, public speaking and writing. So hello, Sarah. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we're so excited to have you today. I love how Sam uh, introduced it as Shropshire. Shropshire. <laughs> <laughs> I was very, was very careful about how to say it there. How do you say it? Shropshire. 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 I mean, Shropshire makes it sound lovely and like really posh. <laughs> I thought I was Shire. I can't say Shropshire. Okay, <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Scottish version. <laughs> so welcome. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. How are you guys? We're so good. Um, we're so excited to have you here. So if you would like to tell us a little bit about you and your whole journey. Yeah, absolutely. Um, gosh, where to start? So my self-love journey has been pretty huge. Um over the last three years, like a lot has changed and a lot has grown and developed in my life. So about three years ago, um, I was actually a completely different person and I was pretty miserable actually. Um, I was in a job that I just really hated and made me very, very ill and very, very stressed. Um, But I just kind of stayed in it just thinking like that was that was how my life was supposed to be and you know um just told myself that this is this is this is what you get basically this is you're not really kind of good enough for anything else and that was kind of a running story in my life like you're not good enough you're not good enough I mean I've been you know I was dieting and not being very kind to myself for about 13 years since I was about 11 years old um until about three years ago, um, just constantly trying to change myself, constantly on a diet, constantly telling myself I wasn't good enough. Um, And so, yeah, about three years ago when I really became quite ill through my job and everything. And yeah, it just kind of got to a point where I was like, enough is enough. And about three years ago, about this time of year, I just quit my job and said, I'm not doing this anymore. Um, And that was kind of like the first, the first step. And I kind of owe a lot of that to yoga. So I'd found yoga um, when I was in this job. Uh, My mum had actually suggested it to me as a way to kind of help with my stress levels. And I was like, well, I'll try anything. So that's fine. Um, And I went to this class with her and I can still remember that class like vividly today. Like I remember my first class so clearly. And I just remember um, the most the most like epic thing that came out of it for me was at the end, I thought, oh my gosh, that was an hour of my life where I did not think about work once. 
Um, and that was massive for me because I thought about work from the, mo- the moment I woke up in the morning to the moment I went, you know, to sleep at night. So it was just that hour for me where I didn't think about work and it was amazing. So I was kind of hooked on yoga from there. And I think it's kind of going to yoga that really prompted me to, to quit my job and kind of know that actually this, this isn't right and I shouldn't be doing this and doing this to myself. So that was kind of like the first step. And then from finding yoga, obviously, I kind of developed my spiritual practice a lot more. And I started reading a lot of like self-development books and kind of found a lot of books that were about self-love. And it wasn't really a term that I'd heard before. Um, But I started reading up about it more and more and more and was just like, this is game changing. This is literally a game changer. And yeah, and then I just started kind of reading more about it and practicing self-love and it completely changed my life. And, you know, I, I left that job and I I took like a, a smaller, like more, like less pressure job, um, which I absolutely loved. Like it was a TA job in a school, like working with kids, which I absolutely loved. And it was just completely stress-free. Um, and yeah, it just opened up so much space for me. And that was when I kind of started getting these thoughts like, oh, maybe, maybe I could be a yoga teacher. <laughs> um, yeah and then I I started doing my training alongside my job um part-time and yeah and then three years down the line here I am now with my own business um as a yoga teacher and a self-love mentor so you know self-love is very much at the forefront of my of my yoga teaching and I'm doing writing and public speaking and all sorts of lovely things around self-love too now so I've really kind of gone from you know rock bottom loathing myself really unhappy with my life to three years later, just being in this position where I'm completely in control of my own life. I've created this dream life that I just could have only wished for three years ago. And I've created that just through kind of learning to love myself and through through yoga, of course. And it's it's really lovely because I remember being in that dark place a few years ago. And if I was asked to describe myself, I would describe myself as, this was like three years ago, as a negative pessimistic person like miserable that's how I would describe myself and it's mad because anyone that knows me today would be like what (laughs) I remember back then thinking I just really wish I was one of these positive optimistic sunny people and that's all I wanted to be to be known as and like now I'm at that point and I'm just like oh my gosh I am now that positive optimistic sunny person and that's how I totally would describe myself now so complete life change basically in in just three years so yeah, it's been quite quite the journey. <laughs> That's so cool. I feel like we have such a quite a similar story in that way because yeah. I, mine started three years ago as well, and it started with me like in this job I hated and and I was ill as well, and then I started going to yoga and I just wow. remember that first class. And so what you're saying, I'm like, oh, that's the same. I love that. Yes, <laughs> it's so yoga. funny. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, power of yoga, hey. <laughs> power of yoga. My gosh, it's for sure it's the best did you do your training in the UK I did yeah so I did it um so that I could do it basically while I was still working um I mean like I'd love the idea of going away and doing it like somewhere lovely abroad for like three weeks intensive but just kind of like with my you know finances and work and stuff it just made more sense to do it um as I was working so I did it over about a year and it was like one weekend a month for about a year um Mm -hmm. which was great actually because it was just kind of like you just take it in a bit of time and yeah and it was nice because I could start like teaching while I was training which is great so like just you oh, know cool. family and stuff just kind of getting my you know teaching experiencing up and stuff so yeah it was really lovely to to do it that way what styles of yoga do you teach 
Oh gosh. So I teach, so I'm, I'm trained in like Hatha yoga, which is kind of like your traditional type of yoga. Um, and then, which is nice because that's where I can bring like all my self-love and stuff into it. It's kind of very flexible. Um, but then I'm also trained in kids yoga. So I teach kids yoga as well. And also, um, yin yoga, which is my absolute favorite style yeah. of yoga. To, to do and to teach so yeah which is very very different to, to Hatha but yeah it's my absolute favorite I love yin <laughs> it's the best isn't it and like I teach a lot of yin I teach quite a few yin classes a week and I never actually get to go to a yin class I'm like craving the yin but um yeah I love it it's absolutely I think it really ties in very well with self-love as well because it's all about kind of like self-inquiry and finding what feels right for you and really like supporting your body in the poses and stuff so yeah it really links nicely in with self-love which is probably why it's my favorite yeah teach but it's just being able to kind of provide that experience for people where they can just completely you know release completely just like shut off to the outside world and just bring that focus right back to them Mm -hmm. and everyone comes out of it really sleepy and (laughs) relaxed it's really lovely to see yeah Everyone always feels amazing after a yin class. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a problem though when you're driving home. And like I've done it before after a yin class, like driving home and sat at a green light and people are beef me and I'm like, what? And I'm like, oh, because you get so sleepy after a yin class, it's great. <laughs> yeah. I teach a, like a few restore classes and I'm always like that at the end, I'm like, oh, I'm so sleepy. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so great. And you almost feel like you've done it as well. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So... Um, I've got kind of a two-part question. Oh, okay. Um, so, I mean, self-love is something that is used quite a lot now, especially on social media. Um, and it's kind of almost become a little bit of a buzzword. Um, and I think some people just use it without really understanding in themselves what it is. So my questions are, um, what would you say self-love is as a concept? Mm-hmm. so that just to explain to our listeners but then also what does self-love mean to you like how how does it manifest with you for sure yeah I think you're right I think it's definitely um a buzzword and it's almost like a little bit of a trend almost as well it's kind of just mm-hmm. like it gets thrown around as a hashtag quite a lot and it, it is a little bit frustrating sometimes seeing like self-love used on some posts where you just think like, is that self-love? Is it? But, um, but I get like, it's, it's a very broad term and I guess like it's personal to everyone, what it really means to them. Like, I'm not going to be here and be like, this is what it is. And this is what it isn't like, mm. you know, it's, it's very personal to everyone what self-love is to them. And I guess it's kind of like, for me, there's kind of like two sides to it. So there's like the self-care side of it. So, you know, the looking after yourself, the the bubble baths, the going for massages, the going for walks, like really taking care of yourself and, and your body and things like that. And then there's kind of like the other side of it, which actually requires you to do a bit more work. Um, and it's all about like self-inquiry, like, you know, calling yourself out on your own. Um, am I allowed to swear on this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like, calling yourself out on your own bullshit and things like that. And um kind of recognizing your behaviors and there's like the realizing what's you know toxic in your life and releasing that so it's it's very very broad and I feel like there's this kind of like two areas there's the lovely like self-care side of it and then there's the, the kind of side of it that requires you um to do a little more work I guess but um but in in like my kind of work that I do in my workshops and stuff I do kind of have like my definition of what self-love is and it's kind of in three parts so for me, number one, self-love is um, accepting and appreciating yourself for exactly who you are 
in this moment. So even if you're being like a total bitch, you know, in this moment, if you're feeling, you know, really crap and you're being really moody with people, like just accepting that that's, that's how I feel and I'm going to own it. I'm not going to try and like, you know, force myself to feel different than I do. It's really just accepting and appreciating exactly who you are like on that day in that moment. And then number two, it's giving ourselves permission to be our most real, our most authentic selves. And that's like a really big one for me because I spent so many years just not being myself, just trying to fit in with other people. You know, I would say that I liked music that I didn't even like just to like, you know, seem cool and seem popular or whatever. Um, So it's really like giving yourself permission to actually be like, this is me. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. Like, accept it because that's who I am. And then thirdly, it's making every single choice in your life from a place of love. So making sure that everything you're doing in your life, all those choices you're making, whether those are like big choices, like quitting your job or like tiny choices, like just, you know, what you choose to eat in a day, just making sure it's all coming from a place of love and respect for yourself and not coming like from a place of fear or hatred or judgment. Hopefully um, that clears it up a little bit. It's such like a broad term, but um, but yeah, that's what I truly believe that that self love is. Um, yeah, yeah, I love I that. Like, yeah, that's so good. I love that explanation of it. I think it's different for everybody as well. It's not as you said. It's such a broad topic, and like it is kind of the same with body positivity as well. Like body positivity looks different for many different people because everybody is different. Absolutely. And that's like another term as well. Excuse me. It's like another term that gets kind of thrown around. Um, And like, I've kind of had to do a lot of work myself with that because I see like the term body positivity, like thrown around on social media. And sometimes I get really annoyed, like can't post that and say it's body positive because it's not. I'm just kind of getting to a point now where I'm like, well, actually, if they feel that's body positive for them, then great. Like, do you know what I mean? Who am I to say it is, it is or it isn't? So, yeah, it is a very broad term as well. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's completely different for everyone. It's going to look, feel completely different for everyone. So I think, you know, if people can find something that feels like self-love to them, then great. Like, let's encourage that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was going to ask you, what is your daily self-love practice? Like, do you have something you do, like things you do the same every single day or does it change on a day-to-day basis? Oh, that's a great question. Um, yeah, it's definitely not the same every single day. Absolutely not. It's just because like we're never the same, like on any two days. So you're always going to, your needs are always going to be different every, every single day. And um, one thing that I have been doing throughout April, which has been amazing, is um, reintroducing like my morning routine, which I'd really let slip this year. Um, and I just feel so much better. I mean, I'm a morning person anyway, and I like to be up early. Um, but like, it's I, it's having that routine of like starting the day in a really good way. So I kind of got into a really bad habit of like waking up, like snoozing my alarm and scrolling on my phone for like half an hour before I got up and it just wasn't serving me. It was terrible. Um, so now that, now I've brought my morning routine back and it just basically means that every morning I get up and I do something that's going to serve me and support me for the rest of the day and start my day off in a really good way. And again, this is never the same thing every day. I've actually like deliberately make it different. So it doesn't become like, you know, something I have to do, it becomes something I want to do. So I wake up in the morning now and I either do um, loads of different things. So journaling, meditation, yoga, go for a run, go for a walk, read my book, 
um, you know, have a bit of self-care, like give myself a little bit of a facial or, you know, just some body love. Um, yeah, loads of different things I, I choose to do um, in the morning. One of my favorite things actually to do is um, like a little grounding exercise. And I literally just go out into my garden. And I do try to do this every single morning, actually. But I go out into my garden barefoot and just stand on the grass. Mm-hmm. I just really like plant my feet down into the floor um take some nice deep breaths like really listen to the sounds around me what I can see what I can hear what I can smell all those lovely things just really like find that sense of grounding and just kind of remind myself that like I am a being here on this earth and I'm important and I matter and I'm here for a reason and it's just a really nice way to like start my day and just ground myself and just kind of remind myself of my worth so that's kind of like something I do very very regularly and um, almost every day if I can and I love that yeah it's just a really nice I really it's just really lovely um you know and to me like my my favorite sensation is the feeling of grass on my bare feet so I absolutely love it um and just really pressing your feet like down into the earth and just thinking wow I'm like a part of this massive universe and like how amazing is that and it's just kind of like a little gratitude practice I guess as well for like being here so that's like my morning my morning routine and then I guess like another thing I do every single day is um just be really mindful of the the words that I'm speaking to myself because obviously we talk to ourselves all day long. So it's it's making sure that those words are coming from a place of love and kindness. And, you know, like I'm not going to be here and say and be like, oh, I just, you know, speak nothing but love and kindness to myself all day, every day because it's just not realistic. And I do have those moments where, you know, I'll be like, oh, Sarah, like, oh, you're an idiot. What did you do that for? Or, you know, I will look in the mirror and think like, oh God, like, look at that. Look at that. Look at this role. Look at, do you know what I mean? Because it's not realistic to say like, oh, I never look in the mirror and like, you know, love everything that I see. Um, so yeah, so it's really checking in with those words that I speak to myself and I kind of have like a first voice and a second voice almost. So if that first voice, you know, tries to tell me something that's not very kind or not true. And I kind of let let that second voice come in and be like, uh, hang on a minute. No, no, no. We're not listening to that first voice. That's not right. So I can very quick, I think that's the difference now. Like years ago, that first voice would be like, you know, you're shit, you're not good enough. You're not thin enough. You're not this, you're not that. Um, And I would really let it get to me and just kind of that would consume me. But I guess now I've kind of learned the habit of that second voice where it kicks like that inner best friend that kicks in and like, "Uh, we ain't listening to that voice. Like, that's bullshit. So it's really like training my mind to to listen to that second voice. So even if that voice does come in and tells me I'm not good enough, that second voice now is very quick to be like, "Uh, uh, 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 we ain't got time for that. So yeah, so that's a good practice that I do every single day as well. And also like um, another thing I do every day is like me time. So just making sure that, you know, even if it's just half an hour, 10 minutes, whatever, in my day, there is there is time where I am just doing something for me. And it might just be like, you know, going for a walk or just reading, you know, reading my book or, um, I mean, the big one for me is like no phone. So I, every morning now, I am not going on my phone till about nine o'clock in the morning. And it's just literally changing my life. And even throughout the day now, like I sometimes just put my phone in another room and yeah, just really have that time away from it just to be present and be with myself and I just love spending time with myself but like on my own like I really love it I think it's just really nice to to spend time just with me and that's something I would never have done years ago but now I do it every single day like I just really enjoy having that kind of special time with myself (laughs) um 
yeah so my my days look very very different in terms of self-love and you know it, it depends what kind of day I'm having like if I'm having like a bad a bad day in air quotes um you know my I need to up my self-love game a little bit more sometimes um but yeah it just looks different every day and that's I guess that's the nice thing about it because it's not self-love isn't a destination we don't just wake up one day like oh I love myself I'm done now great like <laughs> like it's a constant day practice and some days you know some days we we rock it and we're really like looking after ourselves and our self-love game is strong and some days we're shit at it you know some days like there are days where like oh god I haven't like really looked after myself today or given myself much self-love and that's absolutely fine it all comes back to that like accepting ourselves who we are in this moment like it's a constant practice it's a constant journey like there's no end destination and it's very much like yoga I don't know if you agree Sam like it's very much like yoga like in yoga the pose is not the goal it's like it's the journey it's like it's that lovely that yoga quote like yoga is not about touching your toes it's about what you learn on the way down which I absolutely love that quote um because the poses aren't the destination yoga is just the practice that we do you know hopefully every single day and some days you know we ace it some days we're not but it's all about you know it's all about the journey it's all about the fact that we're different every single day and really honoring who we are on that day in that moment sorry I felt like I waffled off there for a little bit (laughs) absolutely like yeah like I so agree about like what you were just saying about pretty much everything there but the yoga um is so true it's not about the poses and I got a lot of people kind of talking to me um like actually my dad the other day (laughs) I don't know if my dad listens but if you do hi dad (laughs) but he started doing yoga last year when he's seen how the effects it was having on my life um and he I mean he's seen these massive changes in his life his um whole the way that he kind of acts like his stress levels and everything but he was messaging me the other day and he's like I'm so frustrated like I can't do this pose and I'm like it's not about the pose if you could do everything perfectly straight away like then you're like you're not going to enjoy it as much it's about the journey of it absolutely it's very much about like yoga is very much about finding space in the body but also finding mind and like you know we learn all in yoga on the mat so that we can take them off the mat like that's the aim of yoga really isn't it it's not like be able to get into these extravagant Instagram worthy poses it's about you know being able to find that space in your body and find the space in your mind and you know use all these lovely tools that yoga teaches us to have like a better quality of life it's just magical magical (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I was gonna say when you you posted on Instagram earlier in the year about you not doing your daily kind of morning practice and things and you were like I'm going to restart it and it was so funny because that same week that I I'd had the thought that you know I hadn't been committed to it every single morning I'd just been consumed in all this busyness and I would get up in the mornings check my phone check my emails and you know kind of what you've you've been saying and when you said it that week I was like no like I'm going to commit to this as well Mm, absolutely I have and I've just seen such a change like like I do get up and meditate every single morning that's like the first thing that I do um but like I keep my phone through in the room and then I'll I'll do something else that I love to do as well Mm. that changes on a day-to-day basis but I've just seen such a change and and however long it's been like a month or two months or so how I feel like I feel so much happier like I just feel like more energized and as well like keeping the phone in the room I've been doing that as well and Emily's probably really annoyed at me because I take forever to text that yeah. all the time <laughs> but like I, I just try and have my phone away from me as much as possible yeah. otherwise I would just sit um 
because I work from home I just sit and check it like every 10 minutes and get so distracted by it but I feel like I've had a lot more time in life to do other things exactly it just creates so much more space doesn't it when you when you don't yeah like I don't know if you have an iPhone but it tells you how long you've been on your phone for and that was one of the things I was like oh my gosh I spent like hours a day on Instagram like I think that's one of my favorite acts of self-love as well is like to make myself not available so people can't contact me and like my mum's always a bit like well what if someone needs you I'm like if someone really needs me that they'll get me but like it's just making myself unavailable so actually putting my phone somewhere and thinking well yeah I don't care if someone's just messaged me or someone's just you know commented on my Instagram post it's lovely but they can wait like a couple of hours for me to reply them back and like I used to be like oh my god I've got to message them back straight away and now I'm just like no you know it's on it's my it's on my turn that's an epic act of self-love like it's my terms I will reply like you know when I have the time and the energy and the space that I can you know actually commit to giving them a proper you know reply that they deserve rather than just a quick like oh yeah great do you know what I mean so it's just really yeah yeah, making myself unavailable is like one of my favorite acts of self-love as well (laughs) it's so good I I wonder what your advice for someone would be um I mean we're all quite in similar situations where we work for ourselves um we're married but we don't have children um I've got a stepson but you know I don't have a full-time child to look after um so we have the uh we have the 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 possibility we have a lot more possibilities in which to put self-love self-care into our lifestyle because we can make space we can afford to make space um and time how and 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 that's and that's that's great but how would you um advise somebody to get a bit more self-care into their lifestyle if they do have to you know they have to get up they have to get their kids ready for school they have to take them to after school activities you know it's a very different lifestyle to ours so you know is there maybe one thing you'd recommend to put into somebody's life if they can um yeah I mean I guess there's, there's like a couple I think the thing is as well like I think people think it has to be this massive big I mean mine's been a very big dramatic change like over the last three years and I think people think it has to be this big dramatic like yo-yo change and it really doesn't it can just be the tiniest little things that we can implement into our everyday lives so I think the morning routine is a great thing I know people are busy and they have kids and stuff and I completely 100% understand that but I think like even just you know first thing you wake up in the morning sit on the edge of your bed Press your feet into the floor, take 10 deep breaths. It's gonna take you like a minute, two minutes tops. You know what I mean? It's doesn't, it's not gonna take a big chunk out of your day. But even just that just can change your mindset for the day. Um, just like really small little things like that. And I think a big one as well, a really important one, social media. Like we all spend time on our phones on social media every single day. Like we we do it, you know. And one of the simplest things we can do in terms of self-love and self-care is just like draw our attention to how we are using our social media and just making sure that the people we are following are like the people that are going to, you know, encourage us, empower us, support us, nourish us, make us feel good about ourselves. Um, And I think it's just the easiest thing we can do because we are in control of our social media, like who we follow and stuff. 
And it's a really simple thing. Like just if they basically, my kind of theory with social media is if that person posts something that actually I, that doesn't inspire me or make me smile or, you know, encourage me or doesn't make me feel good in any way, if it makes me feel bad in any way at all, it's an unfollow. And I think that's just like something that we can all do because we all spend time on social media every single day. Um, and, you know, social media is so, is so great. I mean, it's, you know, I'm, I'm sure you guys will agree for our kind of work that we do, our businesses, social media is amazing and it's a really important part of our lives. Um, but obviously we all know it can have like, it's bad traits as well in terms of like being present and how much time we spend on it and you know what we're consuming because we're constantly consuming from it all the time um so yeah I think it's making sure that your social media is you know lighting you up and I saw a really great thing and it was I think it was actually on social media but it was like you know treating your social media as if like you were flicking through a magazine and like you know just making sure it's things that you want to read you want to engage with um so yeah, I would say that's something that we can all do, which is really making sure that our social media is lighting us up, is, you know, making us feel good about ourselves and anything anything less than that, then just unfollow for sure. Um, but yeah, I say those are kind of like my two little like everyday things that we can do. So just those, those first few moments when you wake up are absolutely pivotal for your day. So just making sure you're doing something, even if it takes a minute, two minutes, just, you know, 10 deep breaths planting your feet down, just thinking of five things you're grateful for, but it's just going to really set yourself up for a much more loving day um, than, you know, scrolling through your phone. And then of course, when we are scrolling through our phone, and there's nothing wrong with scrolling through our phone, but just making sure, you know, it's, it's things that we're consuming that are going to make us feel good and not make us feel shit, basically. I think as well, like people can add what you're saying to do, like at the start of the morning, like t- stop, take 10 deep breaths and like think of, some things you're grateful for people can even just take a minute throughout the day because I actually heard this on a a podcast recently and the man was talking about he does these micro meditations and I've started to do them and it's like one minute throughout the day maybe like he does it five times a day so it's five minutes spread throughout your entire day you just pause for a minute and breathe for one minute so you could just set a timer on your phone anybody can find the minutes even if you're like just if you've got all these kids and you're in the house and it's crazy just go to the toilet and take one minute breathe in the toilet and and also like you know for people that work you know nights or do you have busy mornings with kids like it can be an evening routine as well like it's just as important like you know before you go to bed it can be something you do like you know a gratitude list or your 10 deep breaths or you know five minutes meditation before you go to bed um can be one as well and I think it comes back to what I said at the beginning about those kind of like two parts of self-love there's like the nice self-care like soft and fluffy side and then there's a side that's a little bit more like right you know we've got some work to do here on ourselves and I think it is kind of like well you know self-love isn't just kind of this fluffy thing all the time where it's all lovely and happy and positive like it does require us to do some work and if we truly do want to like change our lives we do have to put the work in so you know it you know I know we have kids and we're busy and all that kind of stuff but it is finding finding that time for yourself and make, you know you you need to put yourself as a priority because it's that empty cup analogy isn't it like you can't help anybody else unless your cup is full and my kind of like empty cup analogy is you know you fill your own cup first with self-love and self-care put yourself first and you give to others from the overflow so actually like you don't even give to people from your cup like that is your cup you fill the cup just for you and then anything that overflows from that cup, that's what you give to others. That's that's what I personally believe anyway. Yeah, I really, I really like that. And I really appreciate the fact that you make it so accessible because 
I think that some people that maybe aren't as far into their journey with whether it be, you know, quitting dieting, body positivity, self-love, they see these people and these people turn up on social media. And I mean, all for them, absolutely happy for them. But it can be quite intimidating when they're confronted with this, you know, this bronzed, beautiful goddess like woman going, yeah, so I wake up in the morning and then I take 15 minutes to meditate. And then I, you know, I just sit and breathe for like another 20 minutes and think about my day. Like it can be really overwhelming. They're like, and then I eat, drink a drink, a green juice. And then I, you know, I eat granola from the hills of the Malaysian sunshine <laughs> folk like it gets a bit ridiculous sometimes and I think having somebody who's so down to earth and makes it more I guess British very British, <laughs> British. I love that yeah, no, I like to right. think I like to think that I'm you know I mean authenticity is like my number one value in life now like completely like everything I do I make sure it comes from a completely authentic place and I just think I'm a real person. Like I'm just a real human being on this earth, like doing my best to love myself. And if that inspires other people, then that's amazing as well. But yeah, I'm not, I don't know. I just, I just, yeah, I just want to be real. And I just want to, you know, some days, some days my self-love game isn't going to be strong at all. It's going to be, you know, binge watching Netflix and eating a lot of chocolate and that's fine. Like that's, I'm not judging myself for that and nobody else should. Um, But yeah, I just feel like, I just try and be as real as possible to inspire, inspire people. And that's, you know, that's what I feel kind of like my, my purpose is here on this earth is just to kind of be the mirror for people to love themselves. Mm. And you don't have to change your entire world in order to love yourself as well. Like what you were saying earlier, like, you know, like I said, it's for me, it's been a few years. Um, it's taken me to get here and it's, it's not just a change. We can suddenly go from like, you know, zero to self-love. So I kind of feel like there's, three tiers to it almost so you've got um first of all we have to just accept ourselves so just completely accept this is who I am this is me just accept it then we can maybe learn to like ourselves and like these things about ourselves and then that develops onto to loving ourselves I don't want people to think that like they have to go from zero to loving themselves in like a day because it's just not realistic um but first of all you, you you have to have that acceptance of yourself just accept who you are and then maybe you can start you know liking yourself and then hopefully that develops into to loving ourselves. And that's very much how I feel my journey has gone anyway. So yeah, I don't really want to give anyone that expectation that they're going to go from zero to loving themselves. Just like that, not, not realistic. Um, and like I said, it's a journey. And actually, it's a journey to be enjoyed as well. It's a journey of self-discovery. It's a journey of self-acceptance. Um, and yeah, I've really enjoyed my self-love journey. It's been frigging hard, but um but I wouldn't change any of it like nothing because it's all led me to exactly where I am today and that's exactly where I need to be it's where we all like where where we all are today the three of us everyone listening to this podcast like where we are today is just exactly where we need to be mm, exactly and I wonder what you think about um having self-love but wanting to change in one way or another what I because I've got quite strong opinions on this Mm -hmm. but I'd love to know yours so I 100% believe that you can love yourself and want to change yourself at the same time 100% believe it and 
it's for me, it's, it's all about the place that it comes from. So if you want to make that change, you know, whether that's weight loss or any, you know, changing a job, like anything at all, it's making that choice from a place of love and respect for yourself and kindness for yourself rather than a place of, you know, hate or fear or judgment. So if you want to lose weight, for example, this is probably the best example to give. Mm. I'm all about people. If you want to lose weight, that's great, but it's got to come from a place of love and kindness for yourself. You know, you've got to want to lose weight because you love your body and you want your body to be healthy and you want to look after your body and you want your body to be strong and feel great and support you every single day rather than like, oh, I want to lose weight because I want to be really skinny and look like the girls in the magazine. Because that's coming from a place of scarcity, of lack of fear, of hate, of judgment. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. absolutely 100% can love yourself and want to change yourself at the same time but it's got to come from that place of love and kindness for yourself I'm so glad you said that because that's exactly (laughs) what I think (laughs) and I think I mean Sam and I talked about this when we first started like chatting and that's how one of the things that we really bonded on was that I think quite a lot of the time in in today's like society it's great that there's such a body positivity movement and a self-love movement but I think some people get confused with the message and feel like they can't be body positive if they want to tone up you know they have to just accept you know that this is the way they're going to look for the rest of their lives and you know it's not about that it's it's about accepting where you are now loving where you are now but then making a positive change if a change is what you want yeah absolutely and like you know for me body positive I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff around body positivity like even in the body positive movement about what it is and what it isn't and like who it's for and all this kind of stuff and like you know I agree with it to an extent um but for me, and again, it's one of these things like it's it's subjective to everyone, right? What what it is. Um, and to me, body positivity is like complete respect for all bodies, all every single body, no matter of, you know, size, shape, ability, gender, race, age, anything like that. Just res- having respect for all bodies. All bodies deserve respect, you know, deserve love, are worthy that's that's what I feel like body positive positivity is so if you want to lose weight then like that's great just make sure it comes from that place of love like just looking after our bodies like our bodies are our homes you know they're you know they're they're our vehicles for life really so it's just you know looking after them and making sure that we're supporting ourselves as best we can um but also knowing that we're not we're not our bodies like our bodies aren't everything and I think that's where a lot of people kind of get caught up with like you know we're so much more than just our bodies like we have like all these amazing talents and amazing things about us and we always fixate on our bodies you know so I'm kind of more interested in what's inside people's bodies I guess like you know I try I really try and practice non-judgment with my own body with other people's bodies um like I'm not interested in their body I'm not interested in what they look like I'm interested in the person inside like that's that's what I feel. And I think it's the same with like, you know, size, shape, race, all that kind of stuff. Like we need to stop seeing all these aesthetic things like skin color and size and everything and actually like look at and get to know the people inside these bodies because they're pretty amazing when you get to know them and they have all these amazing things that they do. And yeah, it's just so easy to get hung up on, on what the body looks like, I guess. Yeah. And I feel like 
especially with people like Jamila Jamil, Mm. like with the I Wei movement, she's got had so much backlash because she is a beautiful woman. Absolutely. Um, Yes, she might have been overweight at some point. Mm. Um, So she does actually have that Mm. experience in a way. She may not have been, you know, obese or whatever, but um, it is a... I think it's really hard sometimes for people. I mean, all of us are kind of, you know, your average British girl. Yeah. We, um, we don't have six foot long legs. We, you know, we aren't signed to modeling agents. We're just normal, normal girls, normal women. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes it can be quite, um, it can be quite difficult to talk about things like body positivity because you almost feel as if you haven't got the right because you don't look a certain way Absolutely. and that's because there's this judgment around exactly what you said who body positivity is for mm. and that's something that I think that we really need to break because you're just taking something from one end of the scale right to the other end there's you're not finding the gray area and that's where we need to sit I completely agree I completely agree um you know, I guess the body positivity movement was created to so it was inclusive of people that had been excluded. But let's not take that so far that we're now like excluding the other end of the. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we should just be inclusive of all bodies. Like everyone deserves the body positivity movement. Like every single body deserves it. And you know, there's a lot of talk about privilege and all that kind of stuff. But also, I feel like you don't know someone's story with their body, only they know. So you could be like, you know, the skinniest woman, whatever. And you could have, so you could have like two women. So you could have like, you know, a very, very slim woman and a larger woman. And I guarantee that they probably both have had the same thoughts about their body. You know, even like slim, slim women I'm sure have these battles with their body where they look in the mirror and think, you know, they're overweight or they're not good enough. In fact, I know some women that are super slim mm. and you know, have looked in the mirror and thought how overweight they are. And you're just like, are you kidding? Like, mm. um, yeah. So we just don't know what's going on in another person's mind about their body, do we? So mm. who would we say the body positive, body positivity movement isn't for you? Um, you know, it's absolutely for anyone that wants to just appreciate and accept and love their bodies, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, no, I completely agree. And mm-hmm. I, like, I've had something in my life where I've st- I've kind of talked about dieting and mm-hmm. how dangerous it is. And this guy, well, first of all, this woman must have tagged her husband in it. Right. And then he commented saying, coming from a skinny little white girl. And I just thought, you have got no idea about my life. You're judging me on what I look like now. You're not taking into consideration that I nearly died at 21 because of an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. You're not taking on, you know, the fact that when I was younger, I was overweight. You're not taking on any of that because all you're doing is looking at somebody mm-hmm. making a judgment. And I think that's such a dangerous game to play yeah. because it doesn't mean that my opinion is invalid because of the way that I look. Mm, absolutely we just need to stop commenting on other people's bodies we just Mm. need to stop like you know it's none of our business is it it's it's your body your business in my opinion so we just need to stop just all this commenting and judging on other people's bodies for sure yeah and we need to get out of the the world where you've lost weight is a compliment 
absolutely yeah for sure comment on something else exactly like oh no I, can, I couldn't agree more like that is one thing that I'm, I won't ever like compliment someone and like don't get me wrong like that used to be very much me when I was like absorbed in diet culture like you know weight loss was like life goal basically mm. uh, but like you know there's so much more to life than losing weight and shrinking yourself and making yourself smaller you've got so much more to offer the world and you know you you block it you don't you don't put that put that out there because you're so focused on you know losing weight and shrinking yourself so I really really feel that you know weight loss just shouldn't isn't something to be celebrated and I know people really it's really controversial because I know people like work hard to lose weight and I get that um but again it comes back to this place of like where's it coming from yeah but yeah I I don't personally anymore celebrate weight loss um because I just feel like, you know, there's so much more, so many more things in life to celebrate than, than losing, than seeing a number on a scale go down, you know, it's just like, I'm not, not here for that anymore. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And if somebody has lost weight because of health reasons, there's so many other things you can say. Like I, I work with somebody who has recently lost a lot of weight over a long period of time, sustained, very sensible form of weight loss. Um, even though I may not agree with the company that is helping, um, I don't say anything cause it's not my place, mm-hmm. but she was commenting on her journey. And I just said, can you imagine a year ago doing the exercise that we just did Yeah, for sure? and being able to breathe mm-hmm. without being, you know, encumbered can you imagine how you know you're so much stronger now Absolutely. and those are the kind of things that we need to start to talk about instead for sure and I feel like I feel like a really good because there'll be a lot of people listening I imagine that you know are still maybe in that kind of weight loss battle or whatever you want to call it and I feel like in terms of weight loss a really good way to approach it because you know I've nothing wrong with people wanting to lose weight like you know if you want to lose weight for all the right reasons and go for it um and it for me it's switching your mindset to not how you want to look but how you want to feel in your body and I think that's a really great way to lose weight if you want to stop focusing on how you want to look for weight loss and actually start focusing on how it's going to make you feel in your body. You know, it's going to give you more energy. It's going to make you stronger. It's going to give you, um, you know, more happiness. And because you'll be able to do things that maybe you couldn't do before. Um, so maybe thinking about all the things. So A, like how you want to feel in your body. And then B, thinking about like, rather than the things you want to lose, like the weight, think of all the things you're going to gain. Mm. Which is a really nice way of kind of like flipping that mindset on it if you do want to want to lose weight yeah absolutely yeah we could talk about this for days I love when Emily gets passionate about something because she's yeah. like I'll put the microphone she's like <laughs> I'll lean back again now <laughs> <laughs> so shall we shall we play our game yeah so <clears throat> we have created a game called well, it's not got a very punchy title, but I've called it What Do You Love The Most? Ooh. <laughs> so it's an either or game, so it's a oh. quick fire, so you have to answer really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite excited about some of these. Oh, okay, <laughs> are you ready? Okay. <clears throat> Dogs or cats? Dogs. Pizza or pasta? Oh! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Summer or winter? Winter. Prince George or Princess Charlotte? 
Oh, come on. Um, Prince George. <laughs> Morning or night? No, Princess Charlotte. Change your mind. <laughs> no take backsies. <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah said that she loves the Royals so much is why I added that. <laughs> um, morning or night? Morning. Coffee or tea? Neither. Oh, what do you like instead? Um, I literally just drink water. <laughs> I, don't, awesome. so, I don't drink any hot drinks apart from like when it's really cold and I want a hot chocolate. But yeah, no hot drinks. I know. I'm, I'm quite the same, actually. I don't drink tea or coffee, yeah. only herbal teas. Um, long walks on the beach or, th- or walk through a forest? Walk through a forest. Jason Momoa or Richard Hammond? I mean, like, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> really? <laughs> Jason Momoa, off the, what, the guy off Game of Thrones? Aquaman, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah, I like him. Him. Richard Hammond is the real hottie from Top Gear. <laughs> Oh, this oh, is okay. this is mine and Emily's like big debate. Oh, okay. Well, I don't watch Top Gear or Game of Thrones, but I do know oh, okay. you like the hunky guy off Game of Thrones. My friend introduced me to him like a couple of weeks ago, actually, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, no, he's he's cool. I like him. Awesome. <laughs> Wine or kombucha? Kombucha. Yay. <laughs> Rachel or Phoebe? Phoebe. Moon or sun? Moon. Chair pose or boat pose? Oh God. <laughs> Both pose. <laughs> Those are two hardest I could think of. Um, final question: T Rex or Velociraptor? Oh, I hate you so much. Why do you know I hate dinosaurs? Um, can I just say? Oh my gosh, I hate dinosaurs so much. Just the thought of it is really hot. Um, <laughs> How are you legitimately scared of them? No, probably because like my dad made me watch Jurassic Park when I was like four. And it terrified me for life. And then, like, literally, I'm not even kidding you. Like, since I've been, like, four years old, I have, like, recurring dreams about dinosaurs chasing me. Like, even now as an adult. And oh I wake God. up in the middle of the night and I'm like, friend, my husband. I'm like, I had a dinosaur dream. He's like, oh, God. Um, I'm just terrified of them. Like, I, I don't, I, I literally hate them. I just absolutely hate them. You know, you they would... don't exist, though, right? They did, right? They and, did like, some, some idiot's going to come around one day and, like, do Jurassic Park and bring them back. I just, like, it's my worst fear. Like, <laughs> you, 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 hey, you, I'm just owning the fact that I hate dinosaurs. I'm scared of dinosaurs. It's just one of those lovely things about me. <laughs> so you would hate, like, so right now, and this happens every... I think like every spring in Edinburgh, we've got this shopping mall centre, I'm not American, and they have like these big recreations of dinosaurs and they they move and they look so real. And I'm not scared of dinosaurs, but they freak me out. Like I walk past them, I'm like shuffled to the side and all these little kids are up at them and they are like so realistic and they're huge. (laughs) (laughs) A few years ago, we went to Cornwall to stay with some friends and we really wanted to go to the Eden Project. Um, but they had like a big dinosaur festival on there. And I, I said, like, I can't go. Like, I, I literally can't do it. And I'm so glad I didn't because we saw a video like a couple of days later and they had one of those like animatronics. Yeah. Velociraptors. And I was just like, literally, I don't even know how I would react. Like it probably, I probably would like scream and run away. Um, it's just one of those irrational fears that like, I have no idea why but yeah just can't can't deal with them can't it deal must with them. because you watched it when you were so young it's like subconsciously like yeah it's yeah. scarred me for life thanks yeah to be um, fair I can't judge you because I'm scared of nail files and velvet so you know wow okay I've not heard of those before that's interesting yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm scared of belly buttons so 
Yeah. Well, there you go. Cool. Yeah. We're all just weird here. That's what I say. Own your weirdness. <laughs> yeah. um, one thing I will say, don't watch on Netflix. It's called The Silence. It's new out. You you wouldn't like it. It's, it's basically these animals that have been stuck in a cave for like hundreds and hundreds of years and they're very dinosaur like and they they like search with sound it's a bit like um did you see bird box no okay <laughs> my husband did but i'm like i'm such a worst with like scary stuff i'm just i like, used yeah. to be but my husband has given me a baptism of fire so now i'm just watching everything scary got you um no just yeah don't watch that either then much rather like just watch i don't know the beyonce documentary <laughs> <laughs> so one more question well not question but we're just going to give you a little chance to talk about anything you've got coming up that you would like to share with everybody oh yay um yeah so I have um a retreat in September that I'm very very excited about and it's called um the self-love sleepover so it's going to be like a really lovely self-love retreat kind of like 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 no other um we've got this beautiful converted barn house um in Powys in Wales and it's absolutely gorgeous and yeah we're going to have a whole weekend of pampering self-love workshops um, we've got some really special treats as well. I'm actually running the retreat with my friend um, Toya. She's called Toya Emily on Instagram. She's amazing. She's like a vegan baker and makes the most amazing vegan brownies ever. Um, and she's going to be doing the retreat with me and doing all the food. And it's just going to be incredible. And yeah, we're going to have daily yoga, self-love workshops. And then um, my wonderful friend, Donna Louise of Wild Woman. I mean, if you know about Wild Woman, but she's coming... Um, on the retreat as well and she's going to do like a manifesting workshop for us and um she makes these amazing like wild women self-care subscription boxes they're amazing and she's gonna um all our guests are going to get one of those we're going to have like a hot tub it's just going to be it's just gonna be a really lovely pampering weekend we've got spa treatments and things like that as well so and um we have three spaces left on it um so if anyone would like to come on a really lovely self-love weekend in September so it's September the 26th to the 29th um and yeah we'd love we'd love to have you come and join us we've already got some incredible women coming um and yeah we'd love three more spaces to go so we've got a little tribe complete <laughs> that sounds amazing yeah it's gonna be really fun yeah, do you want to go Sam well <laughs> I'm actually I think that's the week I'm going to Bali oh jealous <laughs> <laughs> or round about that time so yeah I wouldn't oh. be able to go but I would I was like that sounds so great I would love to go <laughs> yeah if anyone would like to come then feel free to to come come along um three spaces left and yeah all the details for that are on my website um selflovesarah.com so feel free to head over there and have a look perfect and you've got your membership as well yeah so that's really new I only opened it in um February and it's called the self-love circle and it's just like a little online self-love membership for women um and we're all just there to like support each other on our self-love journeys um every month you get like there's a new theme every month and you get like um a theme sheet that tells you about the theme and how it links to self-love then we get like a little worksheet with loads of like journaling prompts and stuff so you can really like explore deeper and um like develop your journaling skills as well and then I 
um, record a special yoga video as well for each month too. So like linking to the theme, which is really lovely that you can just do at home. Um, and then the really special thing about it is that at the end of the month, um, we have this like online women's circle so it's kind of like we all come online via video conference um and we like meditate together we journal together we like share our self-love journeys from the month um and it's just a really lovely time for us all to be together we've got women all over the world that come like from australia and things like that as well so yeah it's a really lovely um little membership so if anyone would like to come and join us and practice self-love with us it's um again it's on my website so feel free to come and come and join us there Oh, it sounds so good. And we're also going to be doing a giveaway with Sarah launching on the day of this podcast, which will be Monday. Um, and I'll be over on Instagram. So we are, Sarah and myself and Emily are putting in one membership for the winner to both our membership sites. So head along to all of our Instagrams to check that out. We'll put the Instagram handles for everybody in the show notes and your website as well for anyone who wants to go and have a look at the retreat. Yay! Amazing. Uh, well, thank you so much for your time today, Sarah. It's been so lovely chatting to you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really, really enjoyed it. Like I said, I could just talk for hours. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. It was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. If you love being part of the tribe, make sure you subscribe to our podcast and leave a comment or leave a five-star review and we will be back for you next week for more Tribe Talk.